The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone driving out demons in your name. And we tried to prevent him because he does not follow us. Jesus replied, Do not prevent him. There is no one who performs a mighty deed in my name who can at the same time speak ill of me. For whoever is not against us is for us. Anyone who gives you a cup of water to drink because you belong to Christ, amen, I say to you, will surely not lose his reward. Whoever causes one of these little ones who believes in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were put around his neck and he were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life maimed than with two hands and go into Gehenna, into the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than with two feet to be thrown into Gehenna. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. Better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than with two eyes to be thrown into Gehenna, where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I forgot my mic. I'll be preaching from here. If you ever decide to climb what used to be called Mount McKinley, the tallest mountain in North America, then the people from the Denali National Park, the rangers there, are going to show you a film. And in the film, you will see murderous avalanches. You will see twisted, frozen bodies pulled up from deep crevasses hands and feet that are blackened because of horrible frostbite. The 10-minute film can make even the toughest skin to crawl. Now, the reason for the film is to alert the climbers of the hidden dangers climbing the mountain. Oh, those nice puffy clouds in the distance, clouds we see every day could be the front of a murderous hurricane on top of the mountain. Oh, the nice sun and the cobalt blue sky could be just enough to loosen the unsteady snow above you and cause an avalanche. Oh, that fresh, nice snow in front of you could be covering a crevasse that could swallow a bus hole. Hidden dangers. So now you can understand why Jesus is using rather frightening, rather strong language. It's because to warn us of pilgrimage of the hidden dangers. So now we're in the Bible, we should ask the question, who are the ones that sin? Well, it's the bad guys that sin, right? No, it's not the bad guys in the Bible, it's the good guys that sin. Look at Jacob, Jacob's sons. Jacob's sons are good people. 
Their great-grandfather is Abraham. It's Jacob's sons that are going to bring the faith to future generations. Yet still, in a moment of weakness and jealousy, they sell their youngest brother into slavery into Egypt. King David, who doesn't like King David? David amassed huge wealth and he expanded his empire. He was one of the greatest kings of Israeli history. God loved him. And yet, in a moment of weakness, he took somebody else's wife and killed the husband. Look at the disciples, great men. The churches are named after them. They gave up everything they had to follow the Lord. Great careers. Fishing industry was great back then. Look at Matthew. He just All Matthew did was just sit at a table and people brought him money. Who would, want, who would not want to give up that job? They gave up everything they had, and yet in a moment of weakness, they abandoned the Lord in time of need. One of the best illustrations I've ever heard of hidden danger is from the book of Amos. Now, Amos is not technically a prophet. Amos didn't live in the temple like Isaiah and Jeremiah and Samuel. Amos was actually a farmer. He spent most of his time outside, not in the temple. And while he was outside, he knew a thing or two about wild animals. And so he came up with this illustration that there was a man who, who, who found a bear, and a bear started to chase him, so he, so he ran away from the bear. And when he finally escaped from the bear, he, then, he would then walk right in front of a lion. And so then he had to run away from the lion. And he found his home, he went into his home, shut the door, and he, when he was inside, he put his hand up against the wall, and a poisonous snake bit him and he died. And of course, as uh, Amos's point is, just when you think you're safe, just when you're complacent, just when you think everything is right, that's when, that's when everything goes wrong. That's hidden danger. A lot of people like New Year's. They like to go out and celebrate, the, bring in the New Year. I am not one of those people. I like to go to bed early. But see, the problem is this. The Cardinal likes to come here every year now to, to celebrate the Midnight Mass on New Year's. And not only that, they have a reception afterwards, so I don't get any sleep on, on New Year's. But anyway, if you go to Mass on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, the first reading is from the Book of Numbers. Now, when was the last time you read the Book of Numbers? That's what I thought. It was a long time. So the Book of Numbers is about two generations. And the first generation, it begins with, uh, with a census of all, any, all the guys over 20 years old, a list of names, a big, long list. It's probably why we don't read the book of Numbers. But, it, but, the, but every one of those people on the first list, and that census dies in the desert. They die in the desert because they sinned, because there's poisonous snakes, there's battles, the enemies come by, the, the difficulty of living in the desert. Every single one of those men on that list died. But then there's a new list. There's a new generation. And there's a new census, and all those new names are on there. And what's the, the, the every the, here's the thing: not one person on this new list, on this new generation, dies. None of them die. They even have a battle against the Midianites, and they, they none of them die in the battle. There's still poisonous snakes. The difficulty, the, the difficulty in living in the desert, still there. But every one of them live and every one of them go across to the promised land. How did that happen? I'll tell you why. Because in the second generation, God blessed them. It's the blessing of Aaron. May the Lord's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May his countenance always be with you. 
that blessing protected them from hidden dangers. When Jesus was born, the shepherds were rejoiced. And the reason why they rejoiced is because when Jesus was born, he brought, he brought forth a new generation, a generation that is blessed, a generation that will not die, just like the second generation in the desert. That's what Jesus brought us. So the reflection today is, is hidden dangers in our life, especially to good people. But God, Jesus died on the cross to give us the opportunity that, 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 to protect us from hidden dangers so we could move forward always in the light of Christ.